Welcome to the Rise to the Challenge podcast. Joining today, she's a model, actress, dancer, singer, songwriter, and producer. It's J.D. Reynolds. How you doing today, J.D.? Hello, everyone. Hi, Alex. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Doing good. We're so excited to have you on the show to talk about your rise to the challenge. What we like to do with all of our guests is go right to the beginning. Talk about where you're from and what you like doing growing up. Oh, well, I'm from Australia. I'm an Aussie country kid, and I love I still do everything Aussie country kids. So uh, ride horses, mudding, uh, you name it. <laughs> so uh, oh, I'm also um, a surfer. So, uh, you know, we don't have, um, we don't have a beach very far away. So we jump on our four by fours and I go to the beach, but I'm still doing the same things now as I did as a kid. As you mentioned, an Aussie kid, is it always outdoors? Is that what your parents taught you to be outdoors, enjoy, experience life and those kind of things? Yes, absolutely. So always outside, uh, very rarely inside. You always knew where we all the neighborhood kids were because there was a whole bunch of, you know, BMX bikes or trail bikes or quad bikes all out the front of someone's house. So no, we were always outside running amok, we used to call it running amok. Did you... Now your career is in the entertainment industry. Did you find any of those passions growing up, music, dancing, acting, those kind of things? Yes. So everything I did as a kid, I still do now. And I still tap into everything that I love um, about the outdoors, about uh, my country upbringing. It really does uh, really take a major part in all of my songwriting. And a lot of the fans, that's what I love about my fans. They really get into my lyrics and they say, every time we hear a new song from you, we feel as though we're getting to know you more and more. And I think that's because my my lyrics are pages ripped out of my diaries and turned into songs. I love how you mentioned about the fans and the lyrics, because I think that's so crucial when it comes to music is fans really can pick up some things or different points of views from artists' lyrics. And the artist is maybe thinking, how did they get that from that lyric? Or how did they know that? Is there any... I agree. They're so intuitive. Just this one little line or one little one little word, and then your fans go, "Oh, JD, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I love how intuitive they are. I love how they really just dive into the lyrics and learn them really quickly. And I think it is a way of them learning more and more about me. And I love that. I drop little hints in my in my songs about me, and I think they look forward to hearing that and just learning more. As you're growing up, did you have anyone that was a big influence for you, a big motivator in your life? Uh, always God and my mum. Uh, so they're my two biggest influences and also my grandma as well. Uh, she was a really, really creative, outgoing lady. Uh, so she was always encouraging me and same with mum, just to do whatever I wanted to do. Do it your way, little JD. Do it however you like to do it. You're on God's path and you can't go wrong. And I've always just kept those words with me all the time. Is there anything that you remember as a big bonding moment with your grandmother or your mom that kind of brought your guys' passions together? Ah, oh, there's so many, Alex. Uh, the one story that really uh, sticks in my head is that uh, I am a dancer and I'm a trained ballerina and I was thrown onto a big stage uh, at a very young age because I've always been really tall. 
so I remember being uh, at one of our uh, most iconic theatres uh, and uh, and entertainment and entertainment houses is the Sydney Opera House, and so I was a little ballerina. I was in the wings, and when the older girls ran past me and I was about to go on, uh, accidentally snared my ballet tights, and I had this massive run just go straight down oh. my tights, and I was about to go on, and my mum just smiled at me she ripped the tights off my legs like the Hulk she just ripped them off and she got a scoop of of this hair gel and she rubbed it all over my legs and she said now you're ready go get them kid (laughs) and so that moment just taught me don't sweat the little things and it was kind of funny. Your ballet masters are backstage and they're glaring at you because you don't have your stockings on. And then after the show, the audience is talking about the little glitter ballerina. That was it, <laughs> the little glitter ballerina. And so from that one moment where it could have been a disaster turned into a really lovely moment. It taught me a lot, that that one moment. It taught, And especially my mum, don't sweat it, off you go. I mean, that's so true. Like, I think a lot of people use that same kind of aspect where don't sweat the small stuff and get out there and continue because just because that small thing is not going to affect you what you do in everyday life. If it's an error on a test or error at work, you go and showcase like that error was supposed to happen. And like the ripped tights and then the glitter and all over, you went out there and just continued. Do you think that helped you where you are today with performance aspect where you don't sweat the small stuff and if something goes wrong a mic goes out or something like that you're going you're still going to perform because you're giving a show correct my mom taught me and my grandma said underneath all of it underneath the tutu underneath the leggings underneath the point shoes you're still ujd you can do without all of that you can go out there and you can dance and they'll still see you so always be yourself always be your true self don't sweat the small stuff and yes that's really helped me so if i'm live or a show or doing an interview and something happens an earring flies off into the (laughs) into the into the show i'll just look out and say that earring's for you guys. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it is. It is a really, those little lessons uh, that you don't really think that you're learning as as you're little, but when you, you know, as as you grow, you think, wow, they were such cool moments and you do carry them with you in life. And yeah, everyone, don't sweat the small stuff because no matter what, people will still see you. they'll They'll still see your true heart. And really that's all that matters, I reckon. I totally agree. Sometimes we're asked that fun question growing up. What's our dream job? What was that dream job that you were wanting to do growing up? Exactly where I was. I wanted to be on a stage. Uh, and it is it is where I wanted to be. Ballerina, um, uh, singer. Uh, that That's where I really felt more myself than anywhere else. Uh, so I always knew I wanted to be on a stage and I was just fortunate enough to have the type of mum that was encouraging and that said, and said to me, do whatever you want, uh, do whatever you want. Take, take yourself where your heart is guiding you. Did you have a like dream stage? You talked about the Sydney opera house being that big iconic stage that a lot of people know Outside of Australia, was there a big stage that you were hoping to perform at growing up? Yeah, take a guess. Take a guess. Guess wherever a country artist wants to see. 
wants to sing Opry. I was about to say the Grand Ole Opry because every singer I interview, it's always that. But that just shows how iconic that performance stage is. Yes. So my two most iconic stages that I've always wanted to be on, I've checked one off, but as a dancer, uh, Sydney Opera House, I'd love to uh, be at the Sydney Opera House and have a sing. Uh, But the Grand Ole Opry, sign me (laughs) up. Um, I'm ready to sing my heart out. With going towards the adult stage, was education a focus point or was it really getting out and really building that career path with singing, dancing and all of that? No, education as well. Uh, so my um, my thought was that I wanted to be able to give myself uh a, a few different paths to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've, I've never wanted to box myself in uh, because I think there would be too much, uh, maybe just a little bit too much pressure just on that one path. Uh, I always just wanted to have a few paths. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whether it be dancing and acting, which I do uh, and singing and, um, and education as well. I loved studying. I know that was, that's a bit dorky as a kid, but I really <laughs> loved learning. Uh, I loved learning new things and, reading new things and so yeah education was a big part of um you know my my upbringing so I think that was a really good thing for me to be able to have just different avenues to to explore and to choose where what did you like focus on in education uh, well, in my in my education, um, I loved English. Um, I, I I loved language, uh, so um, advanced literacy, uh, poetry, uh, all reading all the greats, and uh, I'm a big romantic at heart. So I love all the old all, all the old novels, and I just love the way in which they're written, uh, the language, the literacy, the just the beauty uh, of novels. So that's the and I think head down that path of, of education uh, really helped me as a songwriter um, and uh, that hasn't done my poor romantic heart any good <laughs> <laughs> where's my white knight already uh, but, uh, uh, but um, it really has the, the romantic writer in me uh, just uh, you know it, it has helped and uh, I don't know I'm a bit true romantic and I wouldn't have it any other way but I take my heart break my heart give it back to me mend it up and let's go again (laughs) well kind of fitting that you went into the literacy route because as a songwriter you really have to showcase emotions through your lyrics and your writing and you're getting able to see the different kind of styles of poems books and things like that is there a signature style or book that kind of has played a big influence in your lyrics like kind of style I really like uh, your your older uh, your older romance novels uh, and your old your old poetry Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know I love just reading uh, Johnny Cash's lyrics and I love just reading Prince's lyrics taking the music away and just reading them as poetry I love reading Dolly's lyrics and uh, literally just having the words. Uh, make me feel emotion and taking and stripping it bare. Uh, so I used to, I just love reading Roy Orbison because my mum was a Roy Orbison fan. So I used to love reading, 
his lyrics, just reading them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is poetry within itself. And I think that, but especially Prince, I used to love just reading his lyrics and, and, and Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> reading his lyrics going, oh, man, seriously, this is cool. <laughs> and, so, you know, they, I, I call it just that, that, that beautiful poetry. And I think that's what great songwriting, and that's what I love about country music too, because it tells a story. Is that the kind of the genre you were wanting to perform at was country? But nowadays it seems like no one is like one signature style. They all have like all of them kind of grouped together. What is your music genre and style? You know, the funny thing is everyone's saying to me at the moment that uh, you've got the you've got the JD sound. That just that's a genre within itself. It's called the <laughs> JD sound. Um, and I was really flattered by that. I, so, I thought that was really cool. And people say to me, you look country, you sound country, you feel country, your lyrics are country, but somehow you're so original. Uh, you've really got your own genre. Uh, and we can feel that it's country in our hearts, but it's kind of JD genre. And that's one of the biggest compliments I've, I've been given because I think as an artist, a lot of people really do try to find their own sound. And I think I'm very lucky enough to have found it very, very easily and quickly and, uh, and, and really be comfortable in in my own sound it's fresh it's a fresh twist on country it's traditional country roots everything's very very traditional it's just got this freshness wrapped around it in a big country hug (laughs) i want to go back to the first song you wrote because sometimes artists look at the first song that they wrote to where they are today and they see the growth and development in their music journey talk about what was the concept around that song And how did it feel to release it and let the public hear it? Uh, Well, the first uh, song that I wrote, I haven't released yet, but I'm going to be releasing it very soon. Yes. Uh, So it is the song that really kicked me off. Um, uh, Can I say just really ignited my sound, uh, really ignited a passion in me that I said, this is this is who I want to be. This is this is where I'm at. This is the sound. So I am going to be releasing it. Uh, I've been working with my producer, Braden Williams uh, and uh, Braden's. Braden's he's a, he's a legend. He's worked with everyone, uh, with Snoop and Beyonce, and I'm the first country artist that he's worked with. Um, and uh, and 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 I think that's really helped with this cool freshness country sound. Uh, so the first song I wrote, it is it's raw. The lyrics are really real. Uh, I once again stripped pages out of my out of my diary. And was really reading these lyrics, and I was thinking, my goodness, this the even as I'm writing in my diary, you could you could just tell I'm a songwriter. And so I am really looking forward to releasing that song. I think it's going to tell and show fans uh, a, a a lot about me, uh, and uh, they're going to have questions. I love it when my fans ask questions about my songs because uh, it um, or they can say, "Oh my god, that happened to me too." Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to that, Alex. Just releasing the first song that that hit it off for me, um, and it's a song that. And it's really, you know, it doesn't matter how many times I have heard it, it still brings that little tear to your eye because it's just so special to you. (laughs) Without giving too many details about that, because I know you want to keep it hidden, when's the potential release of that? Now, 
people listening to this, it's definitely a different time than we're taping to when it will be released. But when's yep. that potential release for your fans to know about it? I'm going to give you a little exclusive and say somewhere around September. Hey, that'll be here quick. Let's be Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> yes. So um, I've got a new single coming out. It's getting released uh, Friday, uh, 23rd of June. And then uh, after that, I'm going to be releasing, uh, yeah, the first song I wrote. With all the songs that you have done, including the one that's being released at the time of this interview on Friday, what's been the biggest thing it's taught you about being a singer-songwriter? The thing that it's taught me is that just to be very, very true to yourself, only sing the lyrics that you want to sing because that's where your feeling comes from. Uh, I, if there is a, a word in a song or a phrase in a song and it, it and I think that it, and someone might say to me, Oh, or a studio, I'm in the studio. So, Oh, can you rephrase that? Or can you change this word or that word? I've really got to sit down and think, okay, well, no, that's the word that I, that I was feeling at the time. That's the word that I need to keep in the song mm -hmm. because that's the word that ties in the emotion that I was feeling at the time. Uh, so it's really taught me to keep extremely true in lyrics to who I am and what I want my fans to hear. We talked about earlier about your fans really learning new things about your, you through your lyrics. Is there one specific lyric that you were surprised that a lot of your fans kind of were like, wow, how did they know this? Or did they, it was kind of a big shock to you that they kind of understood it or a big reflection that they could compare to what you were going through in those, that lyric. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think it was the song One Eye Open that I released, uh, that a lot of people were writing to me, asking me questions, saying, Oh my goodness, I, I can relate to this. I, I, I can relate to, uh, the, the, the lyric, the lyric. I've, I've, I've gone through something really similar. And that was a, a song that I, I was, I was thinking, Oh, should I release it? Should I not release it? yeah I'll release it it's a it's a part of who I am uh and it's the one song that I had the most questions about uh fans writing in asking me about it the the opening line they say to me oh my god you're always so sweet and bubbly and that opening line of you've messed with the wrong girl one time too many and it's <laughs> hang on hang on a second oh this, this you see a different side of you know of of JD and I, I liked how uh, I, I liked how much the conversation was built around that particular song of people writing in saying, "Well, this is how I feel about the song. What do you think? What do you think?" And it just really opened the doors on social media for for my fans to get together and have a good chat. For anyone that just heard her sing for the few seconds, beautiful voice. I want to say, beautiful voice. Uh, thank you. Big, big, <laughs> big thing during the pandemic era is. Artists really had to kind of pivot and really showcase social media and content creation as a way to get their name out there and really still connect with their fans. How has social media or content creation play an effect in your journey and career? 
A big part, a really big part, because I've been able to connect with so many people all around the world. Uh, so when I released uh, my song Eight Seconds, I was quite flabbergasted at how how the South American people just loved the song and fell in love with it and then started using Google Translate to communicate with me and leave me messages. And uh, the whole bull riding community all the way through South America um, and in Mexico as well, they just started reaching out and saying, oh, my brother is a bull rider or my boyfriend's a bull rider or my son is a bull rider. And this song really touched our hearts. And this particular line here in in eight seconds really made us burst out and tears and and I was I know I wrote eight seconds it was um, about bull riding professional bull riding dedicated to professional bull riders and 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 protection athletes and and their families and people who love them and the amount of outpour of love uh, and from the riders themselves, uh, I had um, the top bull riders in the world riding to me saying, you're singing words that as a tough cowboy, we would never speak out loud. And just listening to your song has given me a lot of comfort and a lot of food for thought. And that coming from, you know, bull riders who are at the, sitting in the top 10 in the world right now, uh, that, that to me really uh, I don't know. It just made my heart go. <laughs> I was um, I was really really moved by it. Uh, and so social media, that impact of social media, that song, and my little stories about bull riding being able to reach so many people in so many different corners of the globe and bring everyone together under one big JD Reynolds uh, family <laughs> umbrella was just a beautiful, a beautiful thing. And so social media, I find. Uh, it's just kind of like your little online family. Uh, yeah. They're there for you. They're really there for you. And it's crazy how people that you never w- would probably have met or, but the way that you're able to connect with them just through a platform, just by words, just typing messages or voice messages, how connected you can be in just the quick amount of seconds you're reading something where you're in different parts of the country or even the world and you're able to connect in that way. It's quite amazing, isn't it? It really is. I have um, I have uh, um, quite a few uh, young uh, female uh, fans in India, and they write to me uh, a lot. And they're getting ready for uh, events or weddings, uh, and they will literally quickly send me little videos saying, "Oh, JD, I don't know what earrings. Can you please choose the earrings for me?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and just these beautiful little messages that I get that really make my day and make me feel a part of their life, even though I've never met them. It's quite unbelievable, isn't it? Talking about the other avenues that you're a part of, acting is one of those. What's been that experience like for you and any big moments that have played a big part in that career? Uh, acting is something I'm really passionate about. Uh, I find that, uh, I find that when the cameras are on, I kind of go into an acting mode. I, I, I hope that makes sense. Uh, and I love script writing. I love telling stories, um, uh, and, and expressing those stories through art. So whether it be acting, whether it be through music, I think the art of story, of storytelling is, is one of the most beautiful in the world. 
And so acting for me is, is, is just something I'm truly passionate about. Uh, apparently I'm pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, you know, I'd love to, uh, get involved, um, with, um, with, with some film, uh, with movies. You know, I mean, the dream is to be, you know, be, to be a part of just a great film, a film that changes lives, uh, whether it be an indie film, uh, whether it be a blockbuster, uh, it doesn't matter as long as it's just changing lives and helping people. And, um, you know, I'm friends with some, um, some, some pretty, um, A-lister. Uh, actors on on social media and uh i'm just you know you know when you're just waiting for that 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 cool time to come along <laughs> and a great script to come along and you just think and then you know you need that director and the producer to say you know who'd be good for this yeah jd reynolds <laughs> she'd be rocking in this bit uh so i you know i'd love to do it i'm ready to rock and roll and that's just another part of of, of who i am and yeah that would be cool alex <laughs> <laughs> I know I feel like I'm waiting for that call like when I how I talked about what's your dream job mine was game show host I'm waiting for some game show company to call me and say I want you to host so and I'm just waiting I'm like okay where's my phone are they gonna call you would be so good at that you it, you really would be it's just funny how that was my dream job or that dream but i'm still hosting my own show with this yeah just it's like yeah. I'm still fulfilling that have you been able to fulfill Never know. like do you do music videos for your songs does that kind of help yes. with acting and getting on camera and being able to show people hey i can do this i can do that where's where's that next film for me Yes, that's right. No, look, I love doing my video clips. Uh, the video clip for whatever was extremely successful. Uh, that was, um, I think my second single that I ever released. And then we did, um, we did a video, a music video for that. Uh, and, uh, that it literally, that premiered, um, you know, with, with eight million viewers watching. Wow. Uh, and then, yeah, I was just, it, it, I, it just went. Oh, it, it went so it just went so global very quickly uh and that was just me and my girls having fun and just you know in our own four by fours in the front of my property just having fun uh and i do i do love that aspect of the music videos uh we are in the process of uh filming another uh, music video right now for my upcoming release and uh there's a chance where i get to do um a little acting in that um so uh i'm i said i said i'm writing a little bit of a script for this one. <laughs> uh so yeah this that'll be exciting i'm looking forward to just people watching it and getting their reaction from that so the music videos and the acting i really feel just do for me personally just kind of sit side by side and uh yeah it'd be it'd be great for you know directors just to be to be watching music videos and uh and thinking you know what this yeah 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 i can see this happening (laughs) you've done modeling acting dancing singing songwriting is there anything from a career aspect that you're like, I want to really dive into this, or I want to go maybe add a different avenue, something completely that's not in the entertainment industry, and try that to see how would I do with it? So something completely out of the inter- entertainment industry? Or if there's something in the entertainment industry that you like hosting or something that you're like, I want to try this. I think I can. Oh, do- script writing. Script, script writing. writing. 
Yes, yes. So I'm I'm script writing. I mean, I'm lending my hand to it. You know, at the moment, I am writing a movie. <laughs> Just you know, <laughs> downtime. Like, where's that? Uh, but I've got um, a great idea for a movie, and uh, I've been thinking about it for a long time. So I have started uh, writing it, and and it's I love it. I just love it. I love writing uh, movies. I love writing scripts, and so that's something that I feel that I'm really lending, you know, leaning on my uh, on my on my literacy education and my songwriting ability, and just that's really helping write a movie. Just get, getting those emotive scenes out. Uh, so I don't know. Stay tuned, but it's <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, I've only written um, you know about forty pages at the moment, uh, <laughs> and I I've, I've shown a few close uh, people in my life. I've said, look, can you have a have a read of this? And they always do the. <gasps> You've got to be, oh, I want to go and see this, which is really nice to have that reaction because, man, the people in my life are blunt. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they will, they will tell me how it is. So for, for them to be reacting like that, I'm excited about it. Let's just see what happens. Who knows? Is it a romance film? It's, it's definitely got love in it. It's got, it's, it's got love in it. It's got a little action in it. Uh, it's got some laughter in it. Uh, got some tears, you know, some, some tears in it as well. Uh, it's just a, a bit of an emotional roller coaster um, from, from from start to finish. And I love an emotional roller coaster. Who doesn't love one of those? <laughs> to give the fans a little bit more about the song that's coming on Friday. At the time of this interview, you're t- you were posting about pre-saving and it's coming out soon. At the time this interview does come out, it will already be out. What is Yay! the one thing that you want your listeners or fans to really understand about this song that's about to be released? I want fans to understand that it's okay doing things your way on your time uh, and ignoring outside noise. This song is about young love and knowing what true love is at a young age and not being uh, told that it's not love. Not And you've just got to believe and feel, feel everything in your heart. Ignore the outside world. Do everything your way your way and this song is about finding your person at a young age and people really not believing it it is your person but it really is uh and so just growing together in love and life and um you know letting love lead the way that's what it is love conquers all we've been on this journey talking about your career and your journey but sometimes our listeners love to really learn even more about the guests when jd is not working not writing songs what does JD like to do for fun nowadays? I'm either on a horse or on a surfboard. That's it. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll tell you what. But um, and the the surf is the surf is where I'm. I I love. I I write a lot of songs uh, sitting on my surfboard, uh, waiting for the next set just to roll in. That's where I'm at. Do you have a signature beach that you go to to go surfing? Every single beach, and no word of a lie, every single beach all the way along the east coast of Australia is perfect, everyone. It's perfect. Um, so um, anywhere along the east coast uh, of, uh, of New South Wales, uh, you'll find me. Oh, you'll find me. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is I'm the girl surfing in a bikini, no matter, no matter what. <laughs> I don't know how y'all surf in those wetsuits. It's beyond me. They're so restrictive. 
<laughs> we see a lot of shows that show about the beaches in Australia. Is that really what it's like? And is it that thrilling, that fun experience thrill when you're going out there catching a wave and those kind of things? Alex, it's better. It's better. <laughs> it is better than anything that you've seen. Any kind of movie, any kind of any kind of video that you've seen on Australia's east coast of the beaches, you have got to see it in person because I do not think that anything does it justice. Nothing does it justice than just standing there, seeing it, taking it all in and being out there. But if you're a, if you're a first timer, if you're a beginner, go straight up to the Lifesavers, ask them to give you a reading of the beach. Just say, hi, can you spend a couple of minutes with me uh, teaching me about the beach? Can you and ask them to give you a reading? It's the best thing for tourists. Ask the Lifesavers to give you a reading on the beach wherever you're at. One of my dreams to go to Australia is based on the show Bondi Rescue. Go to Bondi Beach, and the just oh, cool because I see I've seen every episode, and it just yeah. I am an ocean guy. I'm a water guy, and yeah, we see how popular it is. Tourists go there. People are having fun. Kids, yeah. all different types of people are going there, and it's just I want to be there. I just I I want to experience it. I'm tired of seeing it on TV on videos. I want to be there in person. And experience it like you get to experience it. You will love it. Bondi is exactly as is. Bondi Rescue, it is exactly what it is. Um, there's there's no smoke and mirrors in that show. The water is that colour. The sand is that colour. Uh, the people are as, as as beautiful and as cool and as awesome <laughs> and as interesting as you see them. You've got everyone from all walks of life just on Bondi Beach. It's uh, it's it's one of the must-dos. The funny thing is, the funny thing is uh, you won't find a lot of locals. <laughs> Bondi Beach. Um, we're at a few beaches over, and I'm not going to say which ones. <laughs> so we're at a few beaches over, either to the left or to the to the right. Uh, but yes, if you come to Australia, Bondi Beach is a must. Go to icebergs, sit up, you know, sit by the the ocean baths, by the ocean pools, uh, and uh, it is more beautiful in person than you can imagine, Alex. Do you have a dream destination? Like if you got to travel anywhere that you would want to go? I've already visited my dream destination and it lived up to it, 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 you know, my expectations. I always wanted to go to Hawaii and spend some time on the North shore. Uh, and so I, and see pipeline. Uh, and I did that and it just beautiful. Oh my God. The people are beautiful. The vibe is exactly the way in which they describe it in movies. Uh, and I had so much fun on the Northern, the North shore of, uh, of Hawaii in Oahu, uh, with the locals, they just really embraced me. Uh, the surfers really just embrace you there. Uh, and that it was my dream destination. And I was just thankful and lucky enough to go. And it just lived up to everything, everything that I thought it would be. The final question I'll ask you for someone that's listening to this interview based on your journey and experience, what tips or advice would you give them to overcome obstacles, accomplish their goals, and rise to the challenge? Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say listen to constructive criticism, but really learn the difference between criticism and constructive criticism. So always listen to yourself, stay true to yourself, uh, 
don't try not to go off the beaten path if someone says oh I don't really like this direction or I don't like that direction just stay true to who you are and my very best piece of advice that I'll ever give anybody is to always take someone with you who is in your corner to every gig every photo shoot every audition every single place that you need to go take someone who is in your corner uh, a, a family friend, uh, a mum, a brother, someone who's there for you and only for you. That's my best piece of advice. JD, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about your rise to the challenge. You're inspiring so many people and we are excited to see what the future looks like for you. Alex, thanks so much for having me on. I had so much fun speaking with you and thank you to all of your fans as well. Uh, much love from me. Tune in next time, hear my next guest talk about their rise to the challenge. Remember to follow and subscribe on all major audio platforms. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to the full-length episode in video format. What path do you take to accomplish your goals? You decide.